Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, hello. Happy day 36 of the program rolling into week five. So week five is about leveling up and maximizing. So off the heels of downsizing. So we're letting downsizing go, but don't worry, (laughs) we're going to do it again next week. Um, This week is a tweak in its own. A lot of times people come into this week and they're they're like, well, how are we supposed to lose weight? Because, you know, last week you were trying to eat slightly less than you were eating to feel satisfied. So all the things that you're doing are helping you lose weight, following the food plan, being super mindful about those portions, asking those four mindful eating questions, maximizing all the things that you are doing are helping your body lose weight. Um, So many of you will be surprised because perhaps you didn't lose weight last week, but you will lose weight this week. And you will wonder why. Well, weight loss is based on momentum. So if you lost weight today, it's not what you did yesterday. However, if you got on the scale today and your weight is up, chances are it's what you did yesterday. Uh, A lot of you rolling in uh, here today after the Super Bowl yesterday. I mean, just even if you were mindful, the salt alone in some of those Super Bowl types of foods chicken wings, the little chippies. I mean, heck, even the dips and whatnot that you are having with your veg sticks can be a little salty. Uh, Don't stress about that. There's literally nothing you can do on the weekend that can't be undone. So just move it forward, move it forward. Some of you are seeing the scale move uh, over the last few days. So you're nervous about switching over from downsizing to eating dissatisfaction again. It's not going to stop you from losing weight. You definitely want to support the body in detox for sure. Um, But I would never suggest you do something that's going to risk that scale moving. Each week kind of just builds on the previous week. So if all you ever did was follow that basic food plan, you know, you would lose your weight. It would just take you a lot longer. And so the tweaks are really designed for you to be as proactive as possible to get the body's attention and to bring up all the feels, right? So so even if you're just doing the basics, you can still expect that scale to still expect that scale to move. But don't be afraid if the scale is moving, that eating to satisfaction is going to stop that scale from moving. Downsizing really loses its effect. It's really off the heels of that eating to satisfaction that it has that initial impact because of the messaging that you're sending to your body. So you do want to bring it back to satisfaction at some point. So uh, that's what we're doing this week. Um, On Wednesday, I'm going to be troubleshooting with you. So if you want to join me during the live on Wednesday, I'm going to take you through the 20 questions and the 150 (laughs) sub-questions. There's a lot of things that you can do, um, which I love. I love the fact that there's a lot of things that you can do to be proactive about this process. Let's crush this week. Yeah. It's like game on, right? Last few weeks, laying the foundation, downsizing last week. If you haven't noticed, we take weight loss real serious around here. Be all in. 
Be all in. Capitalize on every single day, every single moment, every single choice that you are making. We have a lot of time left to lose a lot of weight, but really you want to show up every single day. What if my level of satisfaction has changed and reduced? Yeah, that's the whole point of downsizing is getting even more in tune to those portions. So you're not going back to satisfaction and just eating whatever the fuck you want and, you know, eating everything off your plate. That's what we've learned last week, right? Leaving food on your plate, leaving those few bites, really learning what it feels like to feel satisfied. So portions are always what they feel like. They're never about what they look like. So this is why you really need to give some thought to asking those four questions, especially when you're portioning out your food and when you're about to eat it. You really, you want to double down on those four questions and get right into it. So portion wise, you'll notice that you get satisfied on smaller portions after downsizing last week. So you want to be super in tune with that and roll with that. Now, this doesn't mean that you aren't going to have certain days where you are hungrier than others. Again, one egg, three eggs, right? One day you might eat one egg and feel satisfied. The next day you need to eat three eggs to feel satisfied. And the next day you're not even hungry at all right? So it's about being in tune to those portions as you move forward. And portions will always be what they feel like and never about what they look like. So that's about really getting in tune to those portions. So leveling up, being super in tune, bringing what you learned last week into this week, right? That's what that's all about. I love that question, by the way. Finally went on the scale and dropped 1.4 pounds after weight going up on Saturday, downsizing work last week. Yeah. It's all going to work in its entirety. It's all going to work, right? Um, And again, I don't know about back on the scale, but that's why you want to get on the scale every day to pick up on those patterns of, is it normal for your weight to go up before your weight drops? So you may have gotten on the scale last week and been so, you know, upset about the fact that your weight went up when in reality it was going up because it was on its way down. And that's where you can really pick up on those patterns of behavior so that you can, you can support the body and know when the weight is going up. If you look back, back and you can't see a reason for it to go up, then you know, oh, it must be up because it's on the way down. And then you can like make sure you're doing all the things that you need to do. Try to get to bed early that night, you know, avoid temptation in terms of if you're extra hungry, because it's normal to feel extra hungry right before your weight drops. It's normal for your weight to be up before your weight drops. It's normal to feel bloated and like you've gained weight before your weight drops. It's normal to wake up in the middle of the night, three or four o'clock to go to the bathroom before your weight drops. It's normal for that water not to be appealing before the weight drops. So one of the things you want to make sure you are doing is staying on top of the water, especially uh, if you feel like the scale's about to move and then when it starts moving. We get this a lot where people are like, oh, you know, all you guys ever do is tell us to drink more water if the scale is bouncing up and down. Well, a lot of times what happens is your weight is going up because your body's retaining water because it's trying to detox. And then when your body's heading into detox, water isn't appealing. So you don't drink the water. So your seat goes up, then it goes down and then it goes back up again. And that's why a lot of times our response is make sure you get that water in because really making sure you get enough makes all the difference. All right. Sorry. I just got to move my little setup here around. Let's get into some of these. Definitely indulged last night. I found that I couldn't barely eat because I was so full. Woke up this morning and realized not worth it. Yeah. So even when you're indulging, you're going to notice that your portions, you get fuller faster. Hey, you won't be able to indulge in as much. You're, you're more in tune to your body. So your body's saying, Hey, like we've had enough. And then, and the, and the messages and the signals would be really strong 
and you'll really pick up on that. Your body's going to tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. It's going to let you know when you are still hungry. It's going to let you know when it wants more. Like it's going to let you know when it's like it's it's had enough. And so even in indulging, you're going to notice your body talking to you. And you'll also notice you just don't feel great afterwards because you're just more in tune in general, where before you just felt like all the time. And now you get moments where you know what it feels like to feel really great. So you really are picking up on how you're feeling when you don't feel great, you know, and really pay attention to that. Really be in tune to that. Hello. Good morning. Survive Super Bowl party. Enjoyed a few snacks because they were things I've never had before. Not stressing about them. Had a wonderful time back at it today. Still here and believing in myself. Yeah, that that's what you want right there. That's it. You are going to have there's like there's you know, it was Chinese New Year on Friday. And then Saturday, we went out for our friend's uh, engagement dinner. And then the Super Bowl was yesterday. And then Valentine's Day is Wednesday. And then there's family day next weekend. There's always something. And so a big part of losing your weight in a healthy, sustainable way is really learning how to navigate those holidays and celebratory days. And it's not the Super Bowl food on Super Bowl. It's not the chocolate on Valentine's. That's not why your body's feeling a need to store fat. That's not it, right? So you can still indulge and enjoy in those moments and still reach your goal, reach your goal. Now, obviously, the more you can minimize your indulgences, obviously, the sooner you're going to reach your goal. But what you are learning along the way by having the food can be just as important as not having the food. And you really want to get to a place because think about it, even after you lose your weight, this is a big conversation. A lot of you guys are talking about maintenance because you saw the overview of the program that we talked about and the messy middle post that talked about the four stages of finally and forever. So there's losing your weight, which you're, you're here to do. Solidifying your weight, which there are also people in the program uh, who are working to solidify their weight. And we're going to talk about how to do that at the end of the program. And then there's like maintaining and trusting. This is where you start to indulge here and there, get get used to what maintenance looks like and feels like. Learning to trust your, you can move on to the fourth four stage, which is wake up, look good, feel good, just go about your day and make good food choices. Just be mindful. If, even if you indulge, you're, in, you're indulging mindfully. And so even after you lose your weight, there's like this whole year after where you kind of have to navigate these special occasions and holidays and whatnot, and especially when it comes to triggers and habits, you know, especially a lot of them that involves family and how you cope and triggers, right? So it's really interesting. So if you just are self-aware of, you know, the, the feelings that are being brought up, the choices that you are making while you are trying to lose your weight, that's all going to go, that's all going to factor into the sustainability part uh, once you're done and you've reached your goal. Good morning. Hi, Kathy. Finally made it to a live. Hello. Hello. Good morning. I love weighing myself on Monday after indulging. Scale always goes up, but the crazy cool part is how it, how fast it comes down. Yeah. And that's like, you need to also understand that because a lot of you are just resisting the reality of the scale. You still want to believe that when you, your scale goes up, it's you've gained the weight and you just haven't. You just haven't. It can feel like it. Your scale can definitely go up, but it's not going to be a real weight gain while you're following the program. And a few bites of bits here and there aren't going to be enough to, for your body to take the foods that you're eating and convert it into fat. You've already addressed your body's need to store fat. You've been giving your body all this great food. Your body's looking to release the fat. Not trust me, it's not looking to store more fat. That's for sure. But it can really still me- it can really still mess with you. You know. Um, so I love that. It that's you really 
embracing that because once you've lost your weight, your weight will go up while you're maintaining for a variety of reasons. And it's going to come right back down. We hear this all the time. People went on vacation. They had a great time, came back, weight was up, uh, back on track for a few days. So back on track, we're actually going to teach you a technique that you're going to be able to utilize when you find yourself indulging. It's way too early for it at this point. Um, but we'll introduce that later in the program. And this is something that you'll use in maintenance. So whenever you do find yourself indulging, like Super Bowl weekend, going away on holiday, whatnot, you implement a few days of back on track and then your weight will come right back down and you'll be back to living your life again, which is really super cool. This may be a question that is asked before. Um, that's okay. But if you are downsizing, aren't you reducing calories? I know this isn't about calories, but I'm thinking old school. Yeah, of course you are. But you're not doing it by counting or weighing or measuring, right? So yes, eating less definitely factors in. For some people, though, it's about eating more or about eating more often. I don't know how many people come into the program and how many times have you starved yourself, gone all day, like eating, eating practically nothing, exercising your face off. How has that ever worked for anybody? So strictly cal calories in versus calories out. I mean, it. it I'm not going to say it doesn't work. When you're younger and your metabolism is higher, it's, you know, you can do a calorie restrictive diet and, and be able to lose weight successfully. But the, the sheer fact of forcing your body to burn your fat reinforces the fat. So you're just going to store it all back, right? First chance it gets. So I mean, I think we've all been there. We've all been there. So those those calorie restrictive diets, I mean, definitely work for sure. For other people, ha you get to a certain age, I know this, right? Like it's always the young kids, those whippersnappers that are always like calories in versus calories out. I'm like, yeah, you're 20. Sit the fuck down. You know what I mean? Talk to me when you're like 40, 50, 60 and tell me again how eating less and exercise works is the and exercising more is the only thing that works for weight loss, right? Like, I don't know about you guys. That's how I got fat. That's how I got fat. I was hardly eating anything, exercising my ass off, and my weight just combined that with some stress, not getting great sleep. My weight just went up and up and up and up and up. Um, so that just doesn't work. But being in tune to your portions, that's we're going for sustainability factor, right? So yes, definitely being definitely getting more in tune to your portions because the reality is you were eating way more than what you needed because you got used to how much you were used to eating as opposed to how much you actually need to eat. And that's more what it's about. But yeah, I mean, eating less food would equate, I guess, to eating less cal calories, but not necessarily. Not necessarily because people can eat a lot of food and it might not have a lot of nutrient value in it. And just because you are eating less food doesn't mean that it has less calories um, because it can be more nutrient dense, more healthy, good fats would bump up the calories, right? Good, you know, healthy proteins and whatnot. Just because you're not eating breads or pastas doesn't mean that you're necessarily eating less calories because you are making your food choices nutrient rich. A calorie is not a calorie. That's one thing that we know. And if anyone says that to you, they're stuck in the eighties. Uh, the, the calories that you are consuming absolutely make a difference in terms of how your body processes the foods that you are the calories that you are eating. So it's it's way more complicated than a calorie is a calorie or eating less calories because you could actually, in theory, even with downsizing while following the food plan, be eating more calories now than what you were eating before you started the program, right? So um, it's not like such a black and white conversation. Hi, Dave Stewart, back from the boys weekend, up five pounds. So much for that new low, low. <laughs> you'll be, I bet you'll get there. And then by the end of the week, you'll hit a new low, low. That's what I'm guessing. Uh, good morning, everyone. Shout out to everyone who went away overboard this weekend. Getting back on track now. Yeah, hands up. 
Hands up. That's okay. That's okay. Also, can we just talk about what an amazing game that was last night? Oh my gosh. I said to Tony right before it stopped, Super Bowl games, they always seem to be so lame. Like it's never really a great game. Such a great game and overtime too. It was so good. Super Bowl was fun yesterday with all the yummy bites of bits and the scale is up today as expected. Not at, not at all stressed as I'm so into with my patterns and back on track today. Yeah, the scale will be down tomorrow. That's it. That's what it is. Uh, I have been feeling lightheaded occasionally since starting the program. Did blood work, which so showed my sodium is low. We'll be more mindful about adding some salt to my water. Any other tips in dealing with this? Yeah. So we have a whole post on low sodium, right? And so low sodium isn't necessarily drinking more water. There are other factors that uh, factor into low sodium, like age, like medications that you are taking. Um, believe it or not, we are taught like salt is so bad because of high blood pressure when you need salt. And when you do a program where you are eating healthy and you're not consuming the same amount of processed foods, you're maybe not eating out as much. Sometimes what can happen is you're not getting enough sodium or electrolytes in your diet. So you'll know in the basic um, supplement post, there are actually trace, minim trace minerals that we suggest that you can add to your water if that is you. But we have a whole post on low sodium. So definitely check that out. It's got tips and how to avoid it. It's a very rare thing that happens, um, but it does happen when people try to clean up their diet, for lack of a better word, eat healthier, not getting the same amount of sodium in their diet. So it, a lot of times people think, oh, it's just because I'm drinking so much water and I'm flushing it out. You shouldn't be drinking that much water. Two and a half, three and a half liters is basic body function. And Dr. Pfeiffer actually talks about this on his uh, water video that he did. So I highly suggest that you check that out as well. Let's talk water with Dr. Pfeiffer because he does talk about sodium issues in that and talks about uh, water in general. So um, I love that you went to your doctor. Like doing the program is not going to make you feel lightheaded, shaky, any extreme symptoms. All you're doing is eating healthy, nutrient-rich foods. Now, detox can make you feel a little off, no no more or less than your menstrual cycle or, you know, whenever you're kind of not feeling so hot or you're feeling your body distracted on other things, but you shouldn't see any, you shouldn't feel any uh, extreme symptoms. So you may, you may notice even at the slightest amount of extreme, our team will say, check in with your doctor. And we're not just trying to blow you off. We've had so many people over the years who reach out to us because a program specialist had suggested they went to their doctor. For some reason, a lot of times people don't feel like they don't go to their doctors unless it's like super extreme. And we've had so many people reach over the years who are like, I just want to shout out and thank your team for suggesting that I go to the doctor. I went, it turns out I had this underlying issue. I was dealing with this or I had this going on. You know, just because you're making healthy change doesn't mean that you're not going to still have health issues that you're dealing with along the way. So when in doubt, always uh, check in with your uh, healthcare provider. Hi, Paulette. So much sabotage this weekend. Um, was it sabotage or you just indulged in having fun, right? Like that's, um, that's, that's, sorry, sorry, I just got sidetracked on this conversation. I'm going to go right here. I am still very frustrated. My weight has not moved yet. Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there because it's so normal for your weight not to move yet. As, as frustrating as that might be for you, it's just how it is, right? I have no non-scale victories. Okay, so that's where you want to be mindful. Um, tomorrow we're going to talk with Dr. Paul and we're going to talk about exactly this because I'm going to read what you say. I'm still very frustrated. My weight has not moved yet. I have no non-scale victories. I'm trying to hang in there, but struggling. It is hard to process all this information without any progress, wishing there was someone I could talk to. Okay. 
But let's talk about that for a second, because what we're trying to do is empower you, right? Hard to process all this information without any progress. So much of the information information is built around this is in helping you understand the complexities of weight loss, not just physically, but mentally, right? Um, that's, that's where, like, are you reading the science posts? Are you really trying to understand? Are you listening to all the lives? Are you watching the check-ins? Are you really reading all the information? Have you been listening to the guest segments? So for example, you wish there's someone you can actually talk with, but tomorrow, and I've been promoting this for the last few days, Dr. Paul is joining us. And I've been talking about this in the live, four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. So this ain't you talking to me personally. I'm just going to tell you the same shit I've been telling you every single day. I'm not going to tell you anything different because there's no magical secret sauce or some magical thing that I'm going to say if you and I are talking one-on-one. I'm laying it all out there for everybody all day, every day. So it's about you picking up and, and being present and being like, okay, this is where I, this is what I'm experiencing. This is what I'm going through right? What's going on there? So, so if you are not experiencing any non-scale victories, like you have to be sitting there going like, okay, I've made all of these changes, following the food plan, I'm making the tweaks, I'm maximizing, right? Because I'm assuming you are, I'm assuming you're aware of your stress levels and you are like, you've done deep breathing already this morning. You've taken time to meditate this morning. You are doing all the things that you can possibly do to manage your stress. You have facilitated a good night's sleep. Like you are like your sleep routine is on. You got everything going on. If you have any health issues, you're so aware of them. You know exactly how they're factoring into the program. If you have any health issues at all, you are, you're dealing with your healthcare provider and you're doing all of that, right? So if you are legitimately doing all of that, then there are four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. And so that is like inflammation, right? So we're going to talk to Dr. Paul about that. Um, what inflammation is, you know, what can you do about it? Because there are things that you can do about it, right? The other one is food sensitivities, food allergies, right? Like, are you still having gluten and dairy, but every time you have it, you get bloated and you don't feel great and you know you should take it out, but you don't because it's hard and you like cheese. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not just talking specifically to you. I'm generalizing to everybody right now. And then there's um, gut gut issues, your microbiome, right? Have you ever taken antibiotics and never added a probiotic, prebiotic? How are your bowel movements? Are you only pooping every other day, you know, once every three days, right? But you haven't added in a probiotic or prebiotic, right? Your microbiome is really important on that. And then, of course, there's hormones. Uh, hormones, right? And I don't just mean sex hormones as well. You have your thyroid, your insulin. You know, there's there's getting in tune to your portions is all about your leptin and your ghrelin and all of that, right? So so those are four, the four reasons. And not that your weight isn't going to move because it is still normal to have not seen any weight loss at this point, right? Um, it's just that there are factors that you need, things you need to factor in and help focus on. But here's the, here's what all of our healthcare professionals will tell you. In order to even deal with those, you have to do the things that you're doing right now, right? And so does this suck for you? Absolutely, this sucks for you. It must be so incredibly frustrating. And you could quit, And then you could do another shitty diet where you starve yourself, deprive yourself. But here's the thing. If you have underlying issues, starving and depriving yourself is just going to make it worse. Now you're just robbing your body of desperate nutrients that it needs. You're not actually going to make any amount of change. And I'm assuming that you're not noticing the scale move and you're not seeing any non-scale victories because your body's probably a hot mess. And I'm saying this with love, but the reality is you've probably starved it, neglected it, deprived it. Probably it's been stressed out. It's been through the ringer. It's been through some stuff, which has caused your body to feel a need to store fat and probably really 
really affected your metabolism and how your body functions on the most basic levels. And so that's going to take time in order for you to rework that. And that's a big part of the program, rewiring and reworking how your body's come to function, not just physically, but also mentally, right? So this is where you need to be like, what's going on? So if I talk to you right now, after five weeks into the program, I would ask you and I would be like, what do you think it is? Because at this point, you should be able to really make a really good assessment of what's going on with you based on everything we've been talking about, all the things that you've been doing, all the changes that you've been implementing, right? Because you can't make all of this change and literally not notice any kind of, you know, non-scale victories, not, even if not just physically, but mentally, and of course, not have the scale move, which again, is still normal for it not to move at this point. So that that is sort of the, um, that is sort of like the standard. If you are doing legitimately doing all the things and, and not more than you, more than you've done before, like not just drinking more water, you know, have you added in the supplements? Like that's a big one too, right? I have a lot of people who are like, I don't need supplements. I don't believe in supplements. And then their, their body's not changing and they're not noticing because their vitamin D levels are so low. They're not getting magnesium in their diet, so it can barely function, which obviously is so important to your metabolism. They're not getting enough good fat in their diet because maybe they're still doing low fat, no fat. They're not having any fish, not getting that omega-3. It's not giving your, like, without enough good fat coming in, your body's reluctant to let go of the fat. You haven't added in probiotics, prebiotics, bowel movements are all over the place, feel bloated after eating food, but haven't done anything to help your microbiome, right? So that's where I would say to you, you don't need to talk to me after five weeks in following this program. You need to have a talk with yourself and be like, what the fuck is, what the fuck's going on with me here? Let me figure it out and go through that maximizing and check, 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 check. And so then this is what you do. After that, you listen to the conversation and if you've checked off everything. You listen to the conversation with Dr. Paul. And we also have a post on this four reasons why my weight might be slower to move. You listen to that conversation, then you make notes and then you take your ass to your doctor. And then you say to them, this is, I've, you know, I think this is what's going on. I think I might have hormone issues. I think I might have digestive issues. I think I might have, so maybe let's do some tests and see what foods I'm sensitive to. Let me do this. Let's like, let's do this. Whatever you think it might be, or maybe it's a combination of a variety of things. And then you also take that big ass fucking book and that checklist to your doctor. Cause then when they say, well, you just need to eat healthy and lose some weight. You say, this is what I'm doing. All of these things are the things that I'm doing. All of these things are the things that I've been doing for the last five weeks of my life. I've been showing up, I'm doing all of these things and I'm not noticing a change. And so this is what it might be. So that's where it's also like empowering you and informing you far beyond just you knowing what you need to do, but knowing what you are doing and what you have done and really like opening up your, your perspective on the things you could still do or things that could be happening, which is why I love our guest experts experts so that you can go to your doctors or your healthcare providers and be like, this is what I've been doing. This is what's going on with me. Let's look into this and have a really serious, effective conversation with your doctor. Because a lot of times what happens when we're overweight, we go to the doctor and the doctor blames everything on the fact that we're just overweight, right? You need to exercise more. You need to lose weight. You need to do all of that. But here be like, look, this is everything I've been fucking doing. So let's get serious about what's going on with me right now. That's what I would say to you. So you don't need to talk to me because I just said it all to you. The frustrating part is like, yeah, but it's only also been five weeks. So, you know, usually there's a reason why your body is resistant to making change. And like I said, in my experience, it's because there's those underlying health issues that although it sucks, not going to stop you from reaching your goal, not going to stop you from reaching the goal, things you will have to address, work on and work through in order to actually lose your weight in a way you're going to be able to maintain it and 
sustain it. And so I've had people do a program where they haven't, and Dr. and I, Dr. Paul and I will work together in a sense that I'll have people do the program and then they'll go so go see him. But here's one thing I, which is which is like that's a matter of figuring out. And so we'll have people who do a whole program, won't lose any weight. We'll go because of that, get checked out, get on some supplements, do some tests, make some minor modifications. And then they always come back with a story and they're successful. So that's like, here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. Of all the science out there, there is zero science that says you cannot use, lose your weight. There is zero science to support the fact that you will not be successful. Zero science that says if, that you have to be fat forever. Zero science that says that you can't lose that weight. That's one thing I know for sure. There is zero science out there. So it's just a matter of figuring out what you need to do. What do you need to do, right? The program works for everybody in the sense of the basic food plan and the tweaks and what they're meant to do. But some people do have special needs they need to factor in, in the sense that maybe they have diabetes, maybe they have digestive issues going on, maybe you have hormones that you're dealing with or whatever that is. And this is where, along with all the things that you're doing each day, you need to pull those things in that you need to address as well, factor those in, and then move forward. Right. So this is why the supplements can be a big part of that. Even inflammation, there's things you could take. You can take some turmeric, plus you add some omega-3 on top of there. You know, there's a lot that you can do to address these issues. So make sure you tune into that conversation. I'm glad you asked this or mentioned this or said something. <laughs> the other thing I want to do is like, um, I, like the other thing I want to do is like, you know, sometimes what happens, and I'm not the saying this is the same with this comment here, but people will be so frustrated and then I will click on their name and they literally haven't asked a question. They've just shared that they're frustrated and never asked for help. Never like, I wish this, I wish that, but never not actually being like, okay, can someone help me? And, the, and then we would say to you, okay, well, like, tell us what's going on because we don't know you. So this is where you could post the 20 answers to all 20 questions if you want. You can post the answers to all 150 questions if you want. The more information you give us, the more we can actually help and assess. But what you can't do is post the 20 questions with the yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. So you're going to get out of this program what you put into it. So we are here for you. You can ask a million questions a day. If you want, we are happy to answer any and all the questions you have to help you figure this out. But that's where you have to kind of assess your own situation and be like, okay, what's going on? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
What's going on? What's going on? I keep thinking about the one egg versus three egg example. And how do you know if you should make one egg or if you should make three eggs? Or do you just make an egg and then keep making more if you're still hungry? How did you do it before? How'd you do it before? So if you made yourself some eggs and how did you know? Right? How'd you know? Like, and this is where we get into overthinking. How do I know how much of my lunch to make? Well, how did you know how much of your lunch to make before? You just intuitively, right? You just made what you thought and then you just ate it all. Or you, you know, because you're probably just, that's what you're used to. That was your, what you're used to. So you ask yourself, how hungry, how hungry am I? You don't, have to, you don't have to have food in front of you to say, how hungry am I today? <laughs> right? How hungry am I? Do I feel like one egg? Yeah. Two eggs? Yeah. Three eggs? No. Two eggs. I just asked myself right now. One egg I knew wouldn't be enough. Two eggs sounds about right. Three eggs. Just by thinking about three eggs, I would know it would be too much for me. Because I guess what? I've had one egg, two eggs, three eggs before. So I know. And you also know. So your body is so smart. It's collecting data always on everything that you do, everything that you've eaten, anything that you've ever consumed. That's why I name lemon gin and half the people listening to me right now go like this. What? <laughs> Because you had lemon gin. I could go on. Tequila, margarita, you know, and alcohol, because that's a strong one, because we tend to have really strong reactions. You ever eaten something that's given you food poisoning? Just the thought of it again, you're never touching it again. You had that alcohol that made you barf your face off for days? You're not. Just the thought of it makes you go, what? Um, your brain has been collecting this data. So it's one thing to portion out your food and then ask the four questions or while you're portioning it out, ask the four questions. But before you even start that, ask yourself, am I even hungry? Right? So that's where you go with that. And maybe you're not even, maybe you're not even hungry at all. And so you can skip breakfast. That's why you have the option. The reason why you can't skip the rest of your meals and snacks is because sometimes you think that you're not hungry and this is based on you're just distracted or whatever. And then you do actually start to eat and you notice that you are actually still hungry and you don't want to be skipping meals and snacks because the body is still really reliant on the routine right now, which we're going to be systematically changing as we go. But ask yourself, ask yourself how you're going to feel. I mean, you can always like make more than enough and then go about it that way and then leave whatever and package the last and throw it into, I don't know, something else, a stir fry or something that you're make, making the next day. But those four questions are really powerful and beyond just, they just, the four questions really just have you practicing being in tune to listening to your body and its needs. So it's like when I'm hungry, I'm like, am I hungry? Do I, sometimes I'm not hungry. And then I have to like stop and actually be like, but I'm irritable. And then I think what's wrong with me? I'm like, oh, I actually am hungry. I'm just like super focused on something right now. So I'm thinking I'm not hungry because I'm all in my head. But if I ask my belly and my body if I'm hungry, they're like, yeah, we are. Thanks for asking. Um, and then I'll go to the fridge and be like, okay, what do I want? What do I want? It's kind of like, um, I don't know if you go through a buffet, right? And you know, whenever like we're at a, somewhere like a resort or something's got a buffet, you have like the egg section, the omelet section, then you have like the chia pudding and the yogurt section, and then you have the oatmeal section, and the, then you have just the fresh fruit section, and then you have all that, right? So how do you know what you're gonna what you go for? Technically, you go for probably what your most is appealing to you. And a lot of times, people don't trust their body, so they think their body's just trying to get them to eat the eat the I don't know whatever it is, the chocolate chip pancakes. Right. But when you're actually in 
tuned to your body and doing the kind of work that you're doing, chances are chocolate chip pancakes are not going to be appealing to you. That's not going to be the choice that you make. And so when I go into the fridge, I'm hungry. What am I hungry for? Do I want fruit? Do I want like vegetables? Do I want cheese? Do I want like protein? What do I want? It happens so quickly in my brain because I know what's in my fridge. So I'll just open it up. I'm hungry. What do I want? Just quick, 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 quick. Is it fruit? Is it whatever? Is it whatever? Is it whatever? It's whatever. Okay, I want some fruit. Okay, open the fruit drawer. Of the fruit that's available, what fruit do I want? Do I want the? Do I want the? I already, I already, I already know what's in my fridge. And so raspberries. I immediately, as I'm thinking about my fridge, I see there's like a a jar of raspberries. And so I'm thinking about the fruit drawer, but I know there's a jar of raspberries. We can see them. And I'm just like, raspberries. There may be blueberries and there's mango. And there's like, but the mango I had the other day was like sour. So I'm like, ah, my mouth is like salivating because it's like, oh, no, I don't want that mango. It's probably ripened by now. But when I had it last time, it was not good. And so this is how connected I want you to be. And that's why you ask those four questions. So eventually you get so in tune that just the thought it's like you you already know what it is that you want. And that's why you get out of your head and you really get into your belly and your body about it. And that's that's really what intuitive eating is. Trusting when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. Do you know what I mean? But you can't just wake up and be intuitive. You were born intuitive, but because we've gotten so disconnected over the years by starving and depriving and not eating, right? Beyond just not eating when we're hungry, not sleeping when we're tired, not drinking when we're thirsty, any of those things. So we have to reconnect. And that's what asking those four questions, it's so much bigger than portions in the moment. So it's eventually going to get you really in tune with when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat, and be able to trust that, which is really cool, um, which is really cool. Which is really cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, listen, just like down downsizing, eating dissatisfaction, eating just enough to feel satisfied is as much leaving food on your plate when you've had enough as it is going back for seconds if you need. And that's why portions are what they feel like and not about what they look like. So we're not trying to make your portions small and keep them smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller as we go, because you're going to have some days where you're not hungry at all, even when you were downsizing. And then other days where you're hungry, like every five minutes, right? That's just because maybe you did a workout for the last couple of days and your body's working extra hard, or maybe you're more stressed. And if you're stressed and you're craving like salty food and you're really hungry, maybe you need to drink more water. Maybe you need to add in more good fats because you're stressing. So your brain is reveling, revving. So this is figuring out what's going on. I'm really hungry today. Why is that? Am I, am, what am I want specifically? Do I want carbs? Do I want sugar? I probably need to drink more water. Is it salty foods? Maybe I need to bump up more good fats. You know, am I actually, actually hungry? Why would that be? Maybe I did a really hard workout a couple of days ago. So my body's like repair, rebuild mode, working really hard. What is it? What's going on? What do I need? Right? Um, so that's really about getting in tune to all of that. It's amazing how satisfied with less food, definitely trying not to finish my plate. So free and grew up having to finish my plate. Yeah, you're going to really notice um, how our portions have gotten way out of control and how it's not at the end of this, it's not you. You will realize how messed up it is because all of the portions are just insane. And then everyone's just gotten used to eating these large portions. And that's not actually what your body actually needs to survive on and thrive on even. And so this will really be like mind blowing as we go towards the end of the program, how much food you don't actually need right now. You're following that food plan because there's a rhyme and a reason to it, right? Because we're going to be making changes to it. Um, it's really about not freaking the body out, making sure it's getting what it needs so it no longer feels the need to store fat and then helping it release release that fat as we go. But it's really cool. Um, a lot of you guys just reflecting on your weight is up and you know exactly why. That's so huge. 
right? That's so huge. I am really excited about the remainder of the program. Hi, so far I've lost 10 pounds, slow at first and more these past two weeks. Yes. Yeah, so, so you'll notice with the process is it gets easier as you go. And I think this is where a lot of the frustration comes in when people haven't lost weight yet. Cause they just assume, well, I haven't lost weight. It's going to get harder. It actually doesn't. It gets, it really gets easier as you go because you get more in tune. You're addressing your body's needs. The tweaks that we're making each week really help things progress, right? So those, those expectations that you had in the first four weeks of the program, where you're like, you expected to lose all your weight, really misplaced. You want to put those four weeks, those, those expectations in the last four weeks of the program. That's where they are. Um, I'm thankful that when my relationship with food is changing for the better, I'm finding that I can go out, entertain and not overindulge. Yeah, because we want you to go out. We don't want you to try to lose your weight at home, everything out of, out of sight, out of mind, small plates, tricking your brain, you know, never going anywhere. That's not going to be sustainable. That's not going to be sustainable, you know? So that's a big part of it. That's a big part of it. I'm getting a hard time. I'm having a hard time getting my protein at lunch. Would uh, seeds and hemp be efficient? Yeah. I mean, that's a way to bump up the nutrient value of, of your food. So don't forget there's also plant proteins. There's lots of, you know, you don't want to be necessarily using dairy, but you could use like cottage cheese with some nuts and seeds, right? Like there's a way you can kind of combine and, and not, not that you have to, you don't have to like combine like for incomplete proteins or anything like that, but to make sure you're getting more than enough protein in your diet. Um, there are definitely things that you can do. You can, you can still add nuts and seeds to your meals as well. You still want to have your nut and seed snack, but you can still add like nuts and seeds to, um, oatmeal in the morning or on a salad or whatnot. But remember, and I, and I understand that it's been a lot of information, but we do have that whole grocery list with tons of proteins on it. We do have that whole post proteins, carbs, and fats, where we talk about we have a whole list of proteins on there that you can choose from. Uh, we also have a lot of recipes, um, not to say that you have to make the recipes, but maybe get some ideas from. We also have those recipe share pages, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner ideas. So if you're kind of stuck for some stuff, that's where you might be able to get some ideas there. Um, refocusing today. Yeah. I love that. Not letting the scale get me down after the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's a listen. Um, let yourself feel how you want to feel. That's really important, right? Like I'm not saying you shouldn't be frustrated or you shouldn't feel whatever feels or shouldn't feel disappointed. You can feel disappointed because the scale is up, even though you were very conscious of the choices that you were making. Right. And so go there with the feeling, why am I feeling disappointed? What is that about? You know, is that, is it just a habit? Maybe it's the habit feeling. Maybe you don't actually feel disappointed, but you feel disappointed because that's how you're used to feeling when you get on the scale, right? Like it might not actually be how you actually feel. You're like, wait a sec. Am I, I feel Am I actually feeling disappointed or it just, is that how I usually feel when I get up? It's the habit of getting on the scale, right? Or if you really are disappointed, be like, what is this about? Let me take, let's go back to my, is, am I disappointed just because I, you know, I just did this, I've been trying to lose weight for 20 years and I just want this done already. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But then say to yourself, I'm here, I'm working on it. We're going to get there. Come on, Gina, let's go. You know, are you disappointed in the, in the choices that you're making? Okay. But let's rewind to when we made those choices in the moment. Why did I make those choices? 
Why? Like, why? What was that about? Did I feel pressured to eat something? So I did. So I'm disappointed that I didn't listen to myself because I didn't really want those, but I ate them anyway. Uh, am I disappointed? Like, did I, did I make a conscious choice that I was going to eat those and even knowing that the scale would be up? Okay. So I made that choice. And now am I regretting that choice? So next time, like if I reflect on it, next time I'm faced, would I make a different choice? Like that's really where like those aha moments are going to, are going to come. Right. So really like, don't push away those feels really honor the feels and how you're feeling. Cause there's a lot to be learned. There is really a lot to be learned there. I love Los Cabos going to Los Cabos in a month. Los Cabos is great. Um, my daughter's social calendar was extremely busy this Saturday. I packed all my morning snack, a healthy lunch afternoon before going to family dinner by ensuring I was following the food plan all day. I didn't overindulge in the Chinese food. Yeah, I love that. Many complained about being too full. Yeah. Pay attention to that when you go out with people and everyone just, you know, everyone like we're out, we're having this great time. We're paying for food and then we all walk away and we're like, ah, oh, I ate too much. Why do you eat that? I'm so fat. I need to go on a diet, right? You'll, you'll start to pay attention to that. You'll start to pay attention to that. Um, and I enjoyed, uh, a piece of chocolate cake. I didn't have a, sl- I did have a slight headache that night, but figured it was all from the extra salt or the sugar. Sometimes too, you get like, um, like a lot of times when you get hung over the next day from alcohol, it's not like just the alcohol, it's the sugar from it as well. So you'll notice a sugar hangover. If you haven't been having a lot of sugar, you'll really notice that. Let me see if I can get to some more of these. Um, let's see if I can get to some of these. Good morning. Decided that I'm going to go back to last week and try the downsizing week again. I would not do that. Uh, was way too stressful a week and didn't do it except for one day. Want to put the right effort into this. So I will be a week behind. I wouldn't do that. I honestly would not do that because it's downsizing is only effective off the heels of the routine of following. So if you've had uh, a very disruptive week where you're kind of following, not following, whatever, doing, not doing, I honestly, it's think about the energy of that is just messy. You want to do it so you can reset your mind, but it is not the best way to follow the program and it would not be effective at all. What I would really do is be in the moment today and really get into the routine. Double down on asking those four questions, maximize your freaking ass off, be super routine with everything that you need to do so that you can do downsizing next week. So we're going to do it again. And that's where you're going to see the impact. Going back is just going to be messy. I guarantee you it's not going to have the effect that you want. It's just not how it works. And off the heels of chaos like that, it's just it's just going to frustrate you. And then you're going to be at more of a loss because you're going to be like, ah, and it's just, I'm, I'm not trying to like, I'm just telling you, don't do it. <laughs> Maybe that's not the most motivating, but I want you to be successful. I want you to be successful. So if you were my client, I was like, I'd be like, nah, that's not, you don't want to do that because it's not about eating less. It's not about controlling. It's not about doing it better. So even if you attempted it, even if you just attempted it one day, that's good enough. And so I would really reset with where you are at. It sounds like too off the heels, if last week was too stressful of a week, you definitely don't want to be stressing your body out on top of that. You want to reestablish that routine again. So really get into this this week and you'll have another chance at doing it next week. Downsizing is our weakest tweak at the end of the day. You just, you just don't want to go back. It's really how everything progresses. One week leads into the leads leads into the next. If you just took downsizing on its own, it would just be you doing a diet eating less. That's, it's not it. 
right? It's not it. It's really that contrast of where you were coming from going into it. So after a stressful week, like you've had, you want to reestablish that routine again, and then, then dive right into it next week. You're going to have another opportunity to do that. Then I've got to go, but I'll be back tonight. Uh, a lady at the gym who told me about the Livy method. Well, where did we go here? Uh, about the Livy Method, the beginning of January stopped me on my way out of our class Saturday morning to thank me. Oh, a lady at the gym who you told about the Livy Method at the beginning of January, January stopped me on the way to our class on Saturday morning to thank me. She signed up and has already signed up again for the next session. She's lost 11 and a half pounds. Yeah, I know if I could only get the scale to move. I know, right, Ramona? Isn't that how it is, right? You sign up for everybody else, they're moving and grooving. You're like, fuck me, what is going on with me? Listen, what is going on with you, right? What is going on with you? That's the takeaway today. What is going on with you? What do you need to do? What do you need to read? What segments do you need to listen to? What do you need to do? Are you setting intentions? End of day reflections. Are you journaling? Not just keeping track of what you're eating and when, but how your body's responding. You keep eating cheese and you're bloated as fucking shit your pants for hours afterwards. Chances are you maybe have a, di a dairy sensitivity or intolerance, which is causing inflammation and stress and havoc on your system. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Let's figure this shit out. Let's figure it out. If you've been showing up at this point five weeks in, you're going to be here at the end. It's just like, how much weight are you going to lose, right? Or not lose. So be all in this week. Ask a million questions. Show up. Our team is great for showing you resources, right? Like help us help you. You're going to get out of this what you need. Um, I guarantee you, you do that at the end. You're going to be so happy regardless of whatever is happening on that scale. You're going to be so happy that you showed up. You put the time and energy and work into it. It is go time. And yes, if you do have any friends and family who are interested, registration is open. So we had our first initial um, hot flash sale, which is obviously a huge, massive success. <laughs> so much so that we broke the fucking website. Um, thanks to everybody who got in on those earlies. Those of you who signed up for early bird too, last group, uh, we got some great uh, early bird um, uh, exclusive content for you guys coming your way as well that we've been working on too. So keep an eye out for that. Um, but yeah, so what we're going to do, uh, if you do have any friends and family who want to sign up, we're going to use our, our next group. So each group has its own uh, Facebook support group. And normally people go in there and we just leave it. We're actually going to treat it like a bit of a waiting room. And so we're going to be giving people tips in there along the way. I might go live here and there. So there actually is a benefit to people signing up sooner rather than later. Um, we're going to kind of make it worth people's while and get them really set up for success. So if they're interested and they're like, yeah, but it doesn't start till whatever, there'll be a benefit to getting into that Facebook support group, especially you're getting on the email list. We're going to start sending some info out because um, we're not done. We'll just get instead. Started. Didn't even talk about the messy, messy middle. Uh, I'll get into that later this week. Um, welcome to the messy middle. You want to be, be here. It can get messy sometimes. Tomorrow, Dr. Paul, we're having that conversation. Four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. If you're frustrated with the scale, you're not seeing much movement, or you're not seeing any non-scale victories, you want to listen to that conversation. Heck, even if you are and you're moving and grooving on that scale, it's still going to be a valuable conversation. And of course, later that week, we're going to have the big hormone conversation with Dr. Link. It's going to be a fabulous week. I'm excited about it, if you can't tell. Hope you are too. I'll be back tonight. Uh, if you guys want to chat on the Monday Night Live, I will see you then. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.